Hi, I'm Anthony Mike. Welcome to In The Moment, a podcast on acting, art, and life. In this series, I'm talking to AMAW alumni, students, and clients about the challenges of acting and the joys of creating in the 21st century. For more information, go to anthonymeinl.com, or you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. I hope you enjoy. Tony is offering 10% of all elective classes at AMAW Studios, like movement and dance, improv, and on-camera audition class just for podcast listeners. Just use the code in the moment when booking to receive 10% off your elective class. In today's episode, Tony chats with young star of Netflix's Mr. Iglesias, Cree Chiquino. Cree talks about her experience as a child actor and how she is learning to calm down and trust herself. She also shares how she and other young people are using their platforms to fight for change and social justice. Welcome, podcasters. Today, my guest is Cree Chiquino. <laughs> so, welcome, Cree. Thank How old you. are you now? I'm 17 now. Whoa, mm-hmm. you're growing up. It's happening. It is. Growing. Did you just have a birthday? No, May. Oh, in May. So, okay. yeah. Whoa. So, wow. Okay. And you've been at the school, like, 15 you were, you started, right? I started, I think I was 16 oh, you at were that 16. point. I think okay. I was, but I, like, just turned, turned 16. 16. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. 17. Mm-hmm. How's 17 so far? It's cool. Yeah. It's kind of the same. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone's more excited about the, you're about to be 18, you're the big 18. Yeah. Which I also feel like nothing really changes at 18. <laughs> Well, also because you look so young, and so you can play so young. Yeah, I do. And I think it's always the challenge sometimes with the young actors that I work with. Like, you're too, you're the right age to play, like, legal 18. Yeah. But usually they cast, like, 22 or 24 or 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. TV teen is, like, real life 23. Yeah, it's so crazy, Um, Yeah, it is crazy. And then it is also weird to go out for roles for, like, a 14-year-old, and you don't really know how to (laughs) play that anymore, (laughs) almost. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, But it's just a weird middle ground. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, you're super talented, and you're working. So, okay, so tell us, so you're on a show on... What is it, Netflix? It is Netflix, Mr. Yes. Iglesias. Mr. Iglesias. With, um... Gabriel Iglesias. Oh, right. Okay, yes. Yes. Okay. Why well, was I thinking somebody else? Well, duh. This is well, they name. call him Fluffy. That's like oh. his stage name. Oh, okay. Fluffy. That yeah. I didn't know. Oh. Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact, yes. <laughs> um, and then you just shot something else for Netflix. Yes, I... Can you say what that is yet? It, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, um, a movie called The Sleepover. Okay. Uh-huh. And it's um it's just it's like a fun young like family kids little comedy okay. summer. I mean it was cold, it was Boston, but I think it's meant to be like a summer. Oh, okay, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you're like one of the kids in it or yeah, yeah, it's about um it's kind of a story of uh, a girl and her mother and they go on this like adventure this night. Okay. And I'm the girl's best friend, so I'm oh, one of okay. the kids. Okay, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're playing like age appropriate, like I 16. Th- I think it was no, I think it was more towards like 15. Oh, so okay. there you go again yeah. with them casting an older for a younger. <laughs> oh my God. You're like, in life I'm getting older, but on TV I'm going <laughs> going younger. down. Because yeah, Mr. Yeah. Iglesias is, they're all high schoolers. Yeah, they're right? all like sophomore, junior year, yeah. kind of close to me. So 
No, is that getting, it's going another season, yeah? Or did you finish we're season two? We're in the middle of season two right oh, now. Oh, Yeah. Okay. We're at the exact middle point, actually. And how many episodes? Uh, 12 episodes for this season. Okay. So we're about to do six. Jeez, a weeze. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you're getting like, your bank is, you're like, your bank account is ready for, <laughs> no, I mean, you're like, like, I can't speak today. You're like basically saving for college or whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? You're making some money and. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. It's awesome. Coogan, Coogan's there sitting there waiting. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So tell us now, how long have you been acting? So I've been acting since, I guess, I guess 12. I mean, I oh, started Jesus. taking okay. class. When I was 11. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was like a sketch comedy, like improv, like wasn't very structured in terms of like scene study. It wasn't really any right. of that. Yeah. It's like a kid's class. Yeah, yeah. It was basically, my mom was like, you have too much energy and this is too much and go <laughs> play, go play, go have fun. Okay. And that, and you had no, at that point, no desire, like you didn't think about it. No, not at all. So, okay. I had no idea. And after a couple months, they said... Okay, we're going to start doing some, like, monologues. Didn't know what a monologue was for a, a showcase we're going to have. Okay. I had no idea what a showcase was. Me and my mom actually thought it was for, like, the parents oh, to watch God. the That's kids. That's hilarious. Okay, yeah. So I went and did the showcase in front of these managers and agents, and I, and I didn't care because I didn't know what it was. And then the next day, about five people called, called my Whoa, mom, okay. met with all of them. And this whole process, like, we had no, like, everyone's telling me things, and I'm like, okay, sure, like, why not? <laughs> so I, I booked it on with my uh, my agent and my manager at the time, and then they had me start auditioning, and again, I really didn't, like, get, like, these are actual jobs, this is, <laughs> and then nine months later, I booked uh, the Nickelodeon show okay. that I ended up doing. Oh, my gosh. That went for three seasons. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then... What was that called? Uh, Game Shakers. Game Shakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I don't watch Nickelodeon. No, that's you I'm little, shouldn't. I'm a little too mature for that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> Although my boyfriend always is like, he's like, you act like a 15-year-old. No, so, you So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I really do. But, um, okay. That's and then, fine. well, that kind of just set everything in motion then. Yeah, it did. That's awesome. It did. I, I finished that show when I was like, I guess I'm out here. Like, I'm yeah. acting now. And I... I like it, and now it's scary, because I want it, and I understand the weight of everything yes. I'm doing. But you can't want it, Cree. No? No. Yeah, I guess not. That's what we're always teaching. You just can't want it. Yeah. Like, you don't need it. You don't need it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Once you get in that headspace, like, you don't you don't need a job to, like, breathe air. Yeah. Or, you know, like, yeah, it's like, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's like, like you said, like... You didn't even know what you were doing at first. And, no. that, and that's kind of, I always feel like the science, like, you know, being in the art of the fuck it is really like not caring yeah. and not needing it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And totally. you just go in and do your work and you play and you have fun and you create and you're like, this is how I want to do this role. And if you like it, great. And if you don't, well, next. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it becomes numbers. And then that's like, there's a science to that, I think. Yeah. Totally. But you can't trick yourself into being like, I don't need it, but then you're like, I need yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, fine. Yeah, you can't like, just no, say it. Like, you have to just keep practicing it, you know? Yeah. No, it's true. I think all the time, you know, as I'm auditioning at things now, like, you know, I did months of, of tests and chemistry reads, yeah. and if I had known what was going on, yeah. I probably would not advance very far, because I would have been, <laughs> I really truly would have been all in my head and just nervous and would have yeah. effed it up early on. Wow. 
But I think it's so interesting that, I mean, you're doing so well and you're so, you're just turned 17. Oh, thank you. And yeah, and you're super talented. Thank and you. you're super adult in your, I mean, this is why I respect young people because like, you know, you were on a Nickelodeon show or you could be on a Disney show or like, you know, and like sort of sometimes people think that's it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you're not training up, mm-hmm. you're not working towards what's, you're not going to be 15 forever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, totally. You're no, becoming absolutely. a young adult. Yeah. I mean, everyone. You're I- YA. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, so you can't be trained for Nickelodeon. No. You know? Everyone, I think, or at least a lot of people people around me have that fear of, like, holy shit, like, what are we going to do now? And yeah. that's when I panicked and I went and I found you. <laughs> Best move you could have ever yeah, made. Probably. No, I'm just kidding. No. But, like, no, I think it's important. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of young people that I have taught that have gone on to do other things, I think they were in similar, not, like, genre, like, youth programming. Yeah. That they saw the limitations uh-huh. based on, it's a great way to learn, yeah. great way to be on set, great yeah. way to learn those skills, how a TV show runs, uh-huh. right? All these things. But I think, you know the people that I really am inspired by saw. And, you know, if you look back, you're like, oh, George Clooney started on a show. Ryan Mm -hmm. Gosling was on some crazy Canadian talent show. Like, you start to see that, you know, a lot of adult actors, if they got their break early on in a a sort of kid show, Mm -hmm. they still kept developing, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the key because if your talent ends with what's being asked of you to do on a show like that, Mm -hmm. that's hard, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think a big part of it is, like, is realizing, is going through examples like that and not getting freaked out that that's the only option. Yeah. Like, if you've done something like this, you're automatically, that's it. That's right. Like, you're that child actor and yeah. you're done. It's totally possible to to grow out of it and do other things. I, like, I have a theory about Stranger Things. Like, I think those kids are really great, right? Yeah. But I think it's really important that, you know, like, Millie Bob Brown is an example of it because she's doing other stuff. I think uh-huh. you, they have to be doing other things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, sure. Because I think sometimes with the phenomenon of a show like that, yeah. this is just my philosophy, is that when a show is, like, a, like a cultural juggernaut, mm-hmm. sometimes then you can get pigeonholed based on... They know you as that person. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And you have to transcend that. Yeah, totally. You know, I don't think you have... I mean, your shows are successful, but, like, I don't... I think it's, like... That's, like, a phenomenon. You know what I mean? It's a movement. Yeah, I it mean, is a it's... I read something funny that... Because, um, you know, uh, Finn Wolfhard was in the It movies. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is also based oh, right. in the okay, 80s. So, yeah. Yeah. And somebody said um, the most... You know, it was so retro, and it's got such an 80s feel because you, you see Finn Wolfhard in it, and it reminds you of Stranger Things, which reminds you of the 80s. So then the whole movie feels like it's in the 80s. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, like they're getting so attached to that genre. Uh-huh. You're totally right. See, it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. But I forgot that he did that. That's smart. And she's doing stuff. I think, you know... Uh-huh. Anyway, listen, I think, I think the business... Everybody has, like, obstacles and, like you know, detours and it's just, it's fraught with all kinds of stuff for everybody. And you just keep going. You find your path. Yeah. And a lot of it is kind of comes from you. I think I've really was so terrified that I would get out of the Nickelodeon scene and audition and have casting directors just look at me as that like, I mean, everyone's really scared of casting directors for like a minute before you realize they're not the enemy. No, they're They're not. They're trying 
to do their job to that's get right. somebody that's going to make this work. That's right. So they'd, they'd want you to be the one. That's Why right. would they have a reason to, you know? And so I would get out there and totally expect casting directors to just, like, hate me or immediately sign me like off. That. And it's like, that's not what it's like, yeah. the no. situation at all. No. It's all you yeah, up here. Yeah, that is all up there. It's all in your head. Yeah. yeah. I brought David Rappaport up to Vancouver with me a couple weeks ago because mm-hmm. he does, like, you know, Batwoman and... Arrow and The Flash. Uh-huh. I mean, he does all the CW shows, or a lot of them. And he was just saying, too, to the actors, he's like, you know, actors come in to a casting director, and they don't, they forget, like, we're, the show can end, and then we have to get another job. Yeah. Like, everybody's trying to get a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and they're answering to somebody yeah, as well. of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's good that you, and yes, they really have a casting problem, and they're just wanting to, like, find the solution yeah and this is why I think everybody has a 50-50 chance of getting it or 100% chance depending, I'm terrible at math <laughs> meaning every time you go in if they're bringing you in for something that means you must be right for it yeah you know mm-hmm. at least until you start reading mm-hmm. so you have as much of a chance of getting it as anybody else totally you know I mean? and then mm-hmm. the variables that we can't control are up to the acting gods you know what yeah. I mean but if they're bringing you in that means they're interested yeah it's not nobody's that. wasting their own time yeah that's true. Yeah. It's not like going to the dentist and you're like, I don't want to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They don't like, this is going to be painful. Yeah, no. Everybody like, wants everyone else to be there. Yeah, they really do. It's just what works out and what doesn't. It's so interesting that actors have that, we have that mentality. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, they're the gatekeepers. Yes. Or at least you think you that think they, they are. are. Um, and then you kind of like, looking around at the sets that I've worked on then, when you're weeks in and the casting director visits sets and it's like, oh, hey, friend. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, why was yeah. I ever so scared? Yeah, I know. And you see, like, past them, there is so much, there's a million more people you'll meet, a million more people to answer to, to well, perform Well, there's so many of. casting directors now, too, right? Like, I think... Yeah, there's a lot. There's so many. Like. And, and you're right, they're just people and they're, they're working through their stuff and, like, mm-hmm. I have one casting director that casts um, a couple shows and, like that person is wanting to do a different kind of show. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like genre-wise. So it's sure. interesting. Like, they're all... It's just like, we're all human beings. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're all figuring it out. Yeah, totally. Which, if we just best. keep the right attitude, I think it gets easier and better anyway. I think so, too. You and know? I don't think I ever expected the, like, audition process to be so collaborative uh-huh. in the room. Yeah. And it has been so much lately. Of just going in and, and not, you know, are you doing this right or wrong? It's like, let's play with that's it great. until we're both let's happy play. with yeah. what's happening. Okay, cool. Um, and that's all about, let me try this. Mm-hmm. Let me try that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and also I think what I'm always trying to get actors to understand is that they're, they don't know. They're trying things on, too, to see, like, what works best. You know what I mean? Yeah, or totally. How you acclimate with a note. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just going for it fully. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. So wait, where, where are you from originally, Creed? I'm from Queens, New York. Oh, right. That's your mom told me about Yes, okay, yes, right. yes. Whoa, okay. Yeah. And then, so you were, when she put you in a program, that was in... It was, yeah, it was just in, 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 in New, New York. York. Yeah, I only moved out here when I booked that Nickelodeon show. So you booked show. the Nickelodeon show via, like, a tape or, like, just in castings in New York? I, uh, yeah, I sent in a tape. And then, but they were based in LA. Okay. I went to like the Nickelodeon office in New York, okay. which was like kind of the liaison between yeah. them and, 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 and Dan Schneider's actual casting director in LA. Okay. Flew out a couple times, okay. shot a pilot, pilot got scrapped, okay. recast some people. Okay. It's terrifying. <laughs> shot another pilot, um, read across a million girls and boys, 
and then booked it and then I and I and I think all the time like did I never sit down I mean I was 12 13 and think oh I'm God. about to move to LA and start filming a television show right I never did right I just did <laughs> and then I woke up here one day that's so funny how long did that whole process take of auditioning well, like, yeah all that like I mean a couple months more than a more couple than, months yeah wow yeah. that's crazy yeah because we did film a pilot and then that and then a lot oh, of things changed strapped. to yeah. then film another one yeah it, it took a very long time yeah and I and I remember almost none of it because I was having so much fun I know it is super fun yeah I know how do we hold on to that like innocent mind Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you still have that because you're 17. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's harder when you... Um, I'm, I'm fake smoking a cigarette right now. Right. It's so hard when you get bitter and jaded. No. You know I mean? No. You have to stay a child and innocent and playful and curious, you know? It's really important. But you are those. But So, wait. So, then, is your dad back east? Or did you guys just decide to come out and have a go? Did your mom pick up and start her own a life out here yeah it's always so fascinating to me yeah well my parents aren't together anymore okay right so. um so my dad is actually out in vegas right now uh, just by coincidence he's a guitar player oh okay so um his kind of music took him to a lot Wherever. of different places yeah. he's in vegas now but yeah so when i started this show i mean we didn't know anything and they also everyone told us like this is just one season right was, it could be over it was like 26 episodes though Jesus. so it was like nine months okay so I, I came out, my mom kind of set me up, she went home uh, to be with my sister for a bit, my grandmother came out to watch me, and then my, my it was the first time like me and my mom and my sister had ever really been separated, because my sister wanted to stay home, finish 8th grade, uh-huh. and then came she's out. She's older than you. We're twins. Oh, you're twins? Yeah. Okay, we gotta, we'll circle back, keep going. Okay. That I didn't know. Um, Holy and, hell. And then she came out and started high school and was like, if I'm starting high school here, I'm finishing high school here. Okay. So we said, regardless of yeah. whether or not I'm working, right, you're um, we're here. Yeah. But I've been lucky enough to have been working Okay, time. yeah. So, do you go to public high school? I don't. I've been uh, in the same um, independent like, program. Okay. It's, I have books and a teacher that right. I answer to. A tutor, But right. if you need to be on set... You know, they have school tutors. Um, no, they're just kind of willing to hand you your work and say, like, I'll see you when you get back. Oh, okay. Um, you mean the program? The program, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, also, yeah, I never got to... I've, I've, I've stayed working, so I never had to right. have the chat of, like, I don't want to go to... But does your sister go to school? Yes, she's... Oh, my God, this is hilarious. Uh-huh, she's... Is she fraternal or identical? Fraternal. And but she doesn't have any desire to act. No, no. she makes fun of me. No, <laughs> she <was> like, <laughs> yeah. is she older by like one minute? Exactly sixty seconds. Oh my god! Yeah, um, you yeah, have to she... show me a photo when you're done. Like that's yeah. crazy. I never knew that about you. Yeah, we're twins, and we we look more like the older we get. I think. Uh huh. Interesting. Um, yeah, because we're young. I mean, she used to have like Whoa. ten pounds on me, always a bunch of inches. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I got taller than her. She's pissed. <laughs> um, what does she want to do? She does is, she know yet? Well, we grew up dancers, so okay. she's captain of her dance team at her school. Oh, okay. She's an excellent student. I think she's trying to be an, an ER nurse. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So a doctor and an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys are so young, you still, who knows? You can yeah. do many things. You yeah, know what I, mean? I agree. That's what's great about being young, and you don't have to decide. But I although, know. I mean, she's the same age, so she'll be 18, and then 
she's going to want to go to college, right? Like, yeah, so. she wants to go away. And you guys never went out for twin castings or anything like that? No, never. She was never into acting or, so or any of that. No, yeah, she's not, yeah. Because sometimes that's a thing. It's, I know, and it's, and it's, it's pretty <laughs> awful. <laughs> well, I, weirdly enough, I coached last month a couple twins that are at our school. They're from Australia. Mm-hmm. They look identical. I had to write down their, like, yeah. to know. I had What's to do, like, a, a like, to? yeah. Like a cheat sheet, so I knew it was like she's wearing that, and she's wearing that. (laughs) But it was crazy because I coached them. Like I thought I was only coaching one girl, Renee, and then her sister came, and I was like, "Wait a minute, is this?" And it was an actual casting for twins to play twins. Oh, but I've never, I've never coached two people at the same time. Yeah. For like, it was so for surreal. For like two different me. roles. Yeah, it yeah. was really like Freaky Friday. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, I know you think of twin casting, I think of like the kids that go out like for the same role. Oh, yeah. Because like, they're like, when they're like really young. Yes. Um, which, you know, sounds like probably a nightmare for the parent. Oh, yeah, I can't imagine. Books <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, she never wanted to act. She never wanted to do that. Okay. She, yeah, well, wasn't into cool. it cool. You guys have your own. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Jam. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Different okay. jams. And what's your big like? What do you, what do you think is a big um, not not advice or like something that you wish you would have known about or maybe something you can help young uh, adults who are pursuing acting? Hmm. Um, I well, you know what? I will say I worked with a lot of. And, and there's still so many more, because I honestly, I've only done, you know what, I feel like I've known you for a long time, I've only done like four months of classes, yeah. which is wild. Yeah, that is wild. Um, but I worked with a, with probably three or four teachers already, but one of the best advice that I got from one of your teachers, at risk of sounding funny, because it was funny, but I'm kind of being serious, was from Sean, uh-huh. when I, and he, that was uh, like the intro course. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in foundations, yeah. In foundations, yeah. Because I feel like if all the, like, notes or advice that are, that were less specific to the scene and more about just me as an Life actor, stuff, yeah. could be concise into one sentence, it would be this. And so yeah. what he said to me, he said, Cree, calm the fuck down. <laughs> like, <laughs> young actors. I love Sean. I love him so much. And he was so right. I really did need to calm the but fuck down. But I love down. that he just said that to you straight out. Like at 16, he's like, Cree, calm the F down. Because I he knew it. that it was what I needed to hear. And it's true. I feel like actors have this like nasty habit, but it's kind of inevitable, especially when you're younger, to get like so ahead of yourself. Yeah, yeah. And you're so about, yeah. be, I mean, anything about... Yeah being typecast or like yeah. if you're on children's network like this is where I'm here forever or I don't know what I'm doing and it's like yeah we don't know yet that's kind of what it's for and a lot of stress and opportunity could be made better and could be relieved if we all just calmed the fuck down yeah. a little bit yeah. I feel like people think it's like this bad perception of young people or kids <clears throat> or teens I've always thought that we don't care or that we kind of think we know everything. Mm, mm. And I feel like the people, the young people around me, especially myself, it's the opposite. Because uh-huh. we care a lot. A lot yeah. And we think we know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and both of well, those things good. are kind of true. Yeah, that's, that's, that is kind of true. And but it's not that you don't know nothing. It's just like you haven't had a life experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like, so much more to 
But yeah. that's what's supposed to. That's what it's supposed that's to be. That's supposed what. To be that's what we're here for. But you know what I think is amazing, and why young people are leading the charge in so many social issues, uh-huh. climate, and uh-huh. like because I and you know I, I was talking to my parents about this. Like, young people have often led the charge. Like this is no different. Like yeah. workers' rights, uh-huh. you know, in like the early 1900s, and like when you think about it, like, because oftentimes young people were the people who were being victimized the most. Yeah. So there's that. But I also feel like young people, because they are closer to the, this is so trippy, but this is how my mind works. Yeah. Because we're so much more connected to where we come from when we're younger. Mm -hmm. Like I think young, oh, this is going to make me cry. Oh my God. (laughs) Ooh. I think young people, the purity of it is they're more connected to what's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like morally, ethically, what's yes. right versus what's wrong. Yes. And as we grow up, we can be cor- corrupted by money and yeah. power and people and you know what I mean? Or just but pressured into accepting pressure, yeah. like... But I think greatest. kids are more in alignment with nature and, uh-huh. you know, I agree. the rightness of life. I agree That's like 1, deep. I love it. Our no, podcast goes deep, Cree. <laughs> Cree was all worried, like, what should I prepare? <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but no, you're so one thousand percent true. I feel like I, you know, and the, I, I, maybe I'm wrong because I just got here on the planet as a person. I'm brand new. Yeah. But I feel like times really are are so wild right now, right? And I feel like I have, and I'm, ve- I'm, I'm very interested in social justice and things like that. I feel like I'm just starting to get into it more seriously. It's oh, yeah, something I'd like to pursue. That. Yeah. Um, or, or, or possibly study. You mentioned in college, things uh-huh. like that. But I think I, I find myself a lot of times with adults or older people around me getting into this conversation of, of and maybe there is some truth to what they're saying. I mean, there's a bit of truth to what a lot of people say. is Of like, you guys are so black and white. Mm-hmm. There's so much like gray that you don't even know yeah, about. that's right. And, and maybe for a second you feel bad or you think maybe this is naive and it's maybe it should be more black and white uh-huh. on some areas. Uh-huh. Or maybe it was more gray for you guys because, like you said, everything, corrupt money, any of that. But it's a lot is still black and white for us. Uh-huh. And it's that... For, for young adults, you mean? For young adults, uh-huh. yeah, absolutely. And when it comes to issues like social justice, climate change, things like that, it takes... A really black and white of this is what's right and this is what needs to happen and I don't care about looking ridiculous or sounding or getting too loud mm-hmm. or causing trouble this in my soul and my convictions what I know it's right it's black it's white well it, that, what that makes me think about is because uh, I want to circle back on the social justice thing but I had this thought today actually mm-hmm. driving where I was like you know I think why are people in such denial, let's say about climate change uh-huh. and, or, or any, like we just did, I, uh, uh, I wish you could have come to my movie the other night cause we did a fundraiser for gun violence, but you'll get to see it. Right. And so like we had some representatives there from moms demand like action, action, right. And the drew project and the drew project is really moving where the, the founder of the project, his best friend, um, his name is Christopher Andrew, but he goes by Drew, was shot at the Pulse nightclub, <sighs> right? And mm-hmm. so his friend, Sean, has now created this nonprofit to help LGBT youth get scholarships and nice. in his friend's name. But 
what's my point about this? But my, I guess what I'm thinking about, so the, the, some of the moms came up and they talked and, you know, they were saying how, you know, we're not trying to take guns away from people. We're just trying to legislate and campaign for common sense gun Gun laws. laws, And when I was thinking about climate change today or any issues, homelessness or anything, when you just think in terms of common sense, Mm -hmm. right, everything is solvable. Yeah. But I think, Creed, from this is, again, just one of my philosophies from a spiritual standpoint, is as people get older, they become more entrenched with their beliefs, their dogma, their faith, politics, money, all these things we talked about. And I think to, to actually have to look at the other side means they everything that they've been taught or they stand for will get turned upside down Mm -hmm. and it's too scary for people. So especially when religion is involved and I'm a very Mm -hmm. spiritual person, but I don't believe in organized religion. Right. Mm -hmm. So I really believe when somebody is a denier about something Mm -hmm. to actually have to say, Oh, the possibility of that can exist or Mm -hmm. there is, you know, looking at it from another perspective means that their whole world order might be shaken up. Mm-hmm. And that's just way too scary. Mm-hmm. But this is an unconscious thing. I don't think they even realize that. You know no, what I mean? I, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. When I get scared, when I think about things that I get scared about, just in my own life about, let's say, career stuff, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Or creating or something like that. And my first response to something is fearful. Mm-hmm. I know it's like my unconscious patterns or habits that are trying to override my the rational part you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I think that that's kind of what happens I think our I don't know I just that's something that I think from a spiritual perspective is that people get very scared about being alive period and so (laughs) they put things in place to make them feel better but as you know like in class we talk about it can also be a control Mm -hmm. and then if you take away this like the structures of control, then what are you left with? Well, you yeah. have to re-examine life. Yeah. Nobody wants to reorganize their entire belief system no. or what they've been taught or what they know. Especially as you get older. So this is why this say, is like a warning. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe that's <laughs> Don't why. Don't do it. We haven't totally organized any of that yet Yeah, because you're ourselves. still like, oh, learning well, what's I'm learning. right. You're what's a sponge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Well, but, but, but my point is, is, but you do guys know, again, like I think spiritually, existentially, mm-hmm. what's right and what's wrong. It's, it's then being young and being connected sure. to it. But then as we grow up, it's like, again, it becomes politicized yeah. or institutionalized. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's when people, that's what makes me sad sometimes. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, they're always saying young people are going to change the world. But then I'm like, Oh, but these young people then are going to become like Donald Trump supporters by the time they're 30, right. let's say, or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where like, because when you look back at somebody who has a, a point of view that you don't like an older person, like mm-hmm. my age, and you're like, well, I wonder if they were hopeful and open when they were 17. And yeah. what happened? To well, I think these things happen. You know what I mean? That we're totally. talking about. I mean, good thing we'll always have new young people. Then, That's true. To fix all Yeah, that, that are causing disruption. But I also and... think that certain, you know, hate, ignorance, it breeds itself. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think it's all, you know, a beautiful, pure, clean slate that's then... True. Corrupted or whatever. Um, well, because it's taught as well, uh, right? 1,000% like, yeah, it's taught. Yeah. So, it's yeah. like nature nurture. You right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, kind of pivoting back on social media, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a really great use of your platform is that, mm-hmm. yes, maybe not all of your followers are going to be interested mm-hmm. or even understand it or care. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's the same with me. Like, I joke, like, when I post something about climate change, 
I get like five likes when I yes. post something about climate change without my shirt on and I don't have like eight abs. I'll get like a thousand likes, not that many. Whatever. Yeah. I'll get like 40, but like, you know what I mean? I but have still, moments all the time. It's so maddening. It but is. And you get really annoyed at people. Yes, totally. Because I'm sure then you'll post something more Just, vapid and superficial yeah, and, yeah. and you get billions of retweets. But what I've learned from people DMing me mm-hmm. is that they'll, they'll say, you know, I never knew that or mm-hmm. and that and I'm like okay if I'm just changing it one by one yeah and you know for me the causes that I'm really interested in I think it is making a difference we have to think that yeah. that to me is the reason for having social media it is you know what I mean I just kind of came to the conclusion of I had a couple months of what is this for like what are we doing with this and this is it yeah. it's this education and this sharing of information that's right yeah. that's all that's I'm right. here for uh, I don't need to start a movement. I'm yeah, I'm just doing what I can for a bigger movement. But I think the whole social media sphere, I mean, I've been maintaining forever. It's like, I don't think we ever escape from high school. I hate to break it to you. Oh, damn. And I think this is just an extension of it. It's like one gigantic popularity contest. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess my boyfriend and I were talking about, like, he thinks it's great that they've taken away the likes on oh it. yeah I've read something about that yeah but it hasn't rolled out like my likes were taken away some like higher pro- and you have like billions more people <laughs> than I do do you are you still on there I'm not, not sure, sure. They, they are take they're rolling them out of people who have a lot oh, of followers okay. so mine were taken away but like but a part of me is like yeah but it's still ridiculous because young people people period are still first of all it's hy- hypocritical because those apps were built by men who all have admitted that they have put in an addiction code. Mm-hmm. So there's an addiction code hardwired. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like evil. Yeah. Like they want us to keep going back in and checking That's... to see if Cree liked my photo yeah. and how many people have like commented on it. And I agree. So, okay, so I guess it's a baby step in the right direction, but I still don't... I, I mean, know. it's still, a, it is just in what it is. You're just saying it was built to be something not great. Yeah. Um, I personally, I hate, you can, if my mother didn't push for me to a bit, I'd yeah. probably never post. Yeah. Except now that I've yeah, kind of committed myself bosses, to this. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, I, I don't really like it. Um, I feel like, and I feel like a decent amount of people my age don't either. Yeah. Are just like, this is not fun for me anymore. And I don't know if it ever actually was. But there is a there is a hidden and it's I kind of like to think of it as like the people like fighting the system like putting good that they never really intended to be in here because there is there's so much good mm. it can be such a nice no, community for sure for a lot of people that in whatever their home life social situation is don't have that yeah um, and like we said talking social justice shredding information. It can be golden sometimes. I think that's the real reason. Like, I use it to try to inspire people, whether it's through, you know, my teaching philosophies Mm -hmm. or my political causes or whatever, like, you know. And I love those little. I saw your quote about Joaquin Phoenix the other day. Oh, yeah. It was just after I'd seen The Joker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it really hit. Yeah. (laughs) And he also, like, you know, I've mentioned him in class, like, he was talking about playing the idea of the character and he got he has to get away from that and also like all these concepts of acting that don't work and like again the things that we talk about like yeah. we have an idea of something but then you have what's right in front of you and you have to work off of what's in front of you not mm-hmm. playing an idea because mm-hmm. it's false you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's so great to hear actors talk about that or like I posted something today about Tom Hanks uh-huh. uh, doing Mr. Rogers oh and, I saw that too yeah and mm-hmm. he's like 
it's it's basically just you have to learn to tell the truth, right? Like, mm-hmm. and he's like, it's really hard. Yeah, none to of it's just easy. Tell the truth, <laughs> it know? is. But it is. That's what's inspiring about it, I think. And I don't know. I think like what's sad about social media is that for people who maybe don't know themselves very well, it's mm-hmm. an opportunity for them to like po- like. I think the world is divided. Of like, half of the world is like caught up in like how they want the world to perceive them. Mm-hmm. So if you're standing in front of a rental car, that's like a Rolls Royce, but you look hot. Right. Like that's important or meaningful. Mm-hmm. There was somebody, I was telling one of my podcast guests, this was a while ago. There's somebody who like had like no followers and he's like, not like, like super, super handsome, but like, okay looking guy. Right. And, but not like a racked body or anything like that. And he had like zero followers, mm-hmm. like hundred or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then he started taking photos of himself, himself in front of like, uh, um, Chanel and, mm-hmm. uh, I can't think of any other high end <laughs> stores <laughs> right now. <laughs> Chanel's the only one I get away. Fendi. <laughs> and like, anyway, he would put himself, he basically would Photoshop himself in front of high end luxurious, what is those called? Luxury stores. Yeah. And then have the bags like Chanel bags mm-hmm. and, and Fendi bags and like, right. of like, like he went shopping yeah. and all of a sudden he just got like, I don't know how many followers and it was literally, it was all Photoshop. So none of it was even real. He wasn't even actually no. there. Yeah. And he, there was an article about it and how he just did that as a social experiment that people like to be associated with things that people esteem like as being, with. yeah, yeah. as like, it's so insane. It it's is. so insane to me. And it's like, like, who is it for? Because we're all doing this, thinking that everybody else wants it. But also create those things like, okay, I'm my mom wears Chanel number five. That doesn't make her happy. No, you know what I mean. No. That's what's so funny about it. Yeah. And, and and I just think that's the the big aha is like as you move through life, you're like, oh, things don't, don't make me matter. happy. Yeah, At things all. don't matter. People matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to be... I mean, I think our guests are going to be like, she's only 17. Oh. Ooh, she's, <laughs> she's already in it. It's amazing. Well, Chris, so tell us like... Okay, so let's let's end with the speed round here. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that can sometimes stump people. Don't be scared. And then we'll slow down. No, no, yeah, exactly. You can take as much time. They're not hard questions. Oh, so okay. what's, what's something you can't do without? I can't live without? Yeah. Um, what's something I can't without? Your mom is probably can like, I, me. Can I say person? I was going to say my sister. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. We have little nightly chats. Aww. A lot of times we're just bullshitting, but yeah, it helps. But it still it's is better. nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite movie of all time? Or just that's a favorite? a crazy, impossible question. Do people have actual yeah, people answers answer to that? I hear some really like random, but good ones. Ran- like, oh my Like, I'm like, God. oh, that's so random. I never would have thought about that movie. Oh, Jesus. That's, that's, that's. Too hard? I, well, I just don't know how anyone answers that and then doesn't go home and is like, shit, I should have I said. Uh, I don't, I will say a movie that, that, that always makes me happy, right? I, that could be my favorite. Yeah. It's like warm in my heart. Yeah. Uh, is, is Bridesmaids. Do you get oh, that at all? Oh, yeah, I love it. I just did that in class. It was like one of oh, my last things I Oh, that's hilarious. I love it. I had so much fun. When they're at the wedding... The yes, wedding, that's, that's exactly what I did. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, it was perfect. That's really funny. Yeah, bridesmaids because yeah. you, you okay. can't. There's no, no negative connotations. No, it's really funny. Um, who's your celebrity crush? Timothy Chalamet. Oh, I just watched The King. Don't spoil. Because yeah. I watch it. Let me. Have you seen it? 
No, I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm, I have plans with my friend who also loves him. To okay, watch yeah, it. he's great. Because first of all, I didn't believe the hype because a lot of people Timothy Chalamet oh, no, no, and no, I was like really some good. other white guy. Like I don't care. Then I started watching his movies. Oh my god. But so I'm talented. excited because he's an American dude. Like I right. said, I, mean, I am really European. yes. They're all like English guys. Yeah. That, like, you know what I mean? He's one of or ours. Australian. He's one of ours. Not that I'm like patriotic in that way. No, but he's or, like, like No, I think that too. I'm but like I'm you're like, too. Thank you're God too pretty we... to be from here. I oh think. yeah. Oh, that's what you think. I'm just like thank God finally a young <laughs> American actor that we're like that Into. all the Brits don't. Yes. But you know who's amazing in that movie? He's really really good. But Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson? I'm obsessed now. Underrated. No, I'm obsessed. I have to watch The Lighthouse. Oh, that's that's next on my list too. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah. Robert Pattinson in The King. Wait till you say. You have to text me and let me know. I hear it because I heard he's so good. Like comedic, like so unexpected. He's so good. I think he's. I think he and Kristen Stewart got a bad rap. Oh, they did a bad rap. Underrated. Kristen Stewart is really amazing. Talented. I don't know why they. Yeah, you're right. Smart things to say. They're gonna find their way. They're doing just fine. Yeah, they're fine. (laughs) I know, right? Fine. The the Twilighters hate them. (laughs) Um, But but yeah, totally charming. He's talented and he's pretty and he's charming. And he doesn't understand that he's any of those things. Yes. No, he seems really like humble and down to earth. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm curious what you think. I I, I was. Who was your celebrity crush? Oh, uh, you know, wow. Oh gosh. I mean, oh, Jesus, so hard. You know who I really like right now is this woman named Jessie Buckley. Okay. You Jessie, did you see Chernobyl? I didn't, but okay. I should, She's right? amazing. She's the lead, one of the leads in it. Okay. And she's a British actress. She's, I think she's Irish. Uh-huh. But she's, she's really amazing. Um... I don't know. I like, you know, I like so many people. Yeah. Like, it changes just, all the time. Oh, no, totally. I thought Joaquin Phoenix was amazing in The Joker. Oh, um, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's hard for me. I mean, I like, I, I just like people who are radically themselves mm-hmm. and really respond to that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I've never seen Tom uh, Hanks be bad in anything. No, it doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. It doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> ah, um, what's something you've learned from AMAW? What's something I've learned from AMAW? Um, like a big takeaway, maybe. Yeah. And there's like a bunch, but they all kind of intermingle, I guess. Uh, first of all, I think all of your teachers, by the way, should be certified therapists. That's oh, yeah, they're thing. really smart. They should get yeah. an award. <laughs> Jordan should get an award for the talkbacks he does yeah. it through with me. Um, and Jonathan, too, all of them. But I think any training I had before... AMAW, which was limited by far. Cause, because besides that first little class, I, I I jumped around from coach to coach for a while. Right. Um, not successfully. And I think it was always learning on some level how to, kind of two things, how to fake it. Yeah. How to fake it well. Uh-huh. And sometimes that'll get you a job, job. faking it well. Yeah. Or how to be just someone else uh-huh. for this role. That's right. You've and been taught to act. Exactly. Yeah. And then I got to the school and kind of was introduced with the that's not what we want to do. Yeah. And then all <laughs> questions and I don't understand and what you're talking about sort of flooding my system. But then there was this this kind of reassurance of, oh, it's going to sound so cheesy, but like what you've got is enough. That's it. It's enough. I, it's interesting that's right. enough. That's right. It's wise enough. It's that's funny right. enough. It's all of these things. And, cause, and that kind of came about that I... You know, started taking the master class. Yeah. I was terrified. Yeah. Shaking. All week, every week, waiting for Thursday because I was so nervous. Well, we were in lab, yeah? 
Or I was in a lab, and then you played for me, yeah. Master. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With these talented, amazing people getting, just finding any reason to be stressed, and got super <laughs> in my head about, I guess my age, how young I was. Uh-huh. I was one of the younger well, people yeah. in the class. Because yeah. I was like, I don't have any experience. I'm not even like a full person, blah, blah, blah. And it really took like Jordan or some or Jonathan, somebody to be like, this is enough. Yeah, it's enough. For your version of whatever this is. That's right. That's beautiful. Which is a pretty basic AMA W right. philosophy. But Creed, look at how hard it is. It's so, it's so hard. hard. It's so to hard trust to trust that we're be. enough to be. It's, it's so just hard being. to just be. That's right. And the roles that we play will evoke different aspects of our being. It's yeah. really that simple, but it's so hard. It is so hard. But this is what all the great actors are talking about. Yeah. It's like, you know. On one way or another. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I mean, that's what's great about that Joaquin Phoenix quote, because he was saying he had all these ideas about playing Arthur, and then they went and shot some of it, and then they went and they took a break and then started filming The Joker. Then they came back, Mm -hmm. and he was like, oh, I could see that this wasn't real, because I was playing an idea of who I thought Arthur should be. Mm -hmm. And he said, look, that's the problem with acting. He's like, actors play ideas, and he was like, including myself, because I think it feels safe to be in control. Yeah. But you can't, you have to let go of that. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you let go of control and not play the idea, what are you left with? Yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and, what I mean? Yeah, Isn't that revolutionary? Mm-hmm. And yet, like, that's all we have. Yeah. Right? That's all I feel yeah. like all we really work on in class is and just it's a never ending drop it thing. all and just be, just yeah. exist there for a second. How would you describe acting in one word? Hmm. I know these are hard. Hmm. They get harder as we get to the last one. (laughs) Um, How would I describe acting in one word? Uh, Can it be like two words that I smash into one? Yes. I feel like everyone's word will change. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Right, perfect. (laughs) But I would say recently I realized this is random. But surprisingly fluid. Okay. I think. No, I get it. I, yeah. You play ideas and you kind of, you, you read words on a script in your head the way you'd expect to hear them in the show or in the movie or blah, blah, blah. But when you really slip into it, which is something that I still struggle with, that's what class is for, it is surprisingly not structured. That's right. Surprisingly fluid. It's fluid. It's scary. Well said. Well said, young lady. How do you describe love in one word? No, it doesn't have to be one word. What's your definition of love? That's how I usually end the podcast. What's my definition of love? Yeah. Don't overthink it. I know. You're trying to figure it out from your head. I guess Look, I Look here, I'm having a teaching moment. It's just like in class. I know, Tony. Free, teach just me. say it. <laughs> how do I describe love? I, 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 kindness. Uh-huh. Just, That's just, so true. Just, just unadulterated, expecting nothing in return. Not, not even, not even waiting for like the good job, the pat on the back for it. Just true from your heart. What you're talking about? Just kindness. kindness. I was listening to Tom Hanks this morning, and one of the quotes that Fred Rogers said, Mr. Rogers said about, oh yeah, how how do you live a happy life? There's only three things: mm. be kind, mm-hmm. be kind, mm-hmm. be, be kind. kind. Yeah, it's like totally gonna make me. Cry. It's the only thing it's that so you'll never beautiful. truly. My mom always said, "Don't go to bed with regrets." Yeah, like jump off the diving board, ride the damn roller coaster with your friends. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only thing that truly, if you're in bed, 
even if you were kind to somebody who's an asshole, yeah. you'll never really right. regret, no regret. regret it. Yeah, yeah. I think I that's our purpose. I always define love as this moment right now. Oh, <laughs> it's so that's true. Very nice. I love this session. Mm-hmm. So, Cree, tell the tell the listeners where they can find you, your socials. Oh well, I'm on I'm on pretty much everything. It's just my name, Cree Chicino, C R E E C I C C H I N O, and for a even collection of meaningless photographs and feminist rants, you can find me on. All social platforms. Amazing. And your social justice causes, which is really important. And you can watch her on Mr. Iglesias, Mr. Iglesias on, on Netflix. Netflix. Is it the new Se- season airing yet? No, not season yet. One season one is out right now. It's waiting season for you. Season two in the new year. Season two in the and new year. And then the sleepover will be coming out sometime next year. Yeah. Yay. Mm-hmm.